You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Steven Spielberg's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Hello. And Mr. Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am doing wonderful, guys. Wonderful. Welcome. I am super excited. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the end of the trilogy. Well, you know, the the, the best part about this movie is it's one step closer to the next one. So, Wait, did you see that was the (laughs) best part of this movie? Yeah, man. Just like how, you know, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. You know, same thing with this. I feel as confused as Benson looks right now. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that's totally lost. Well, you know, I haven't seen this, the the fourth one except for in the theater, so I'm really excited to watch it again. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Okay. Cool. The, the countdown will uh, yeah. commence. But that being said, what a fucking treat it was to watch this one again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just bring. It, I, I've probably seen this one more than any of the others more, you know, and uh, it was... Uh, it was a pleasurable experience again. Yeah, probably over a lifetime. It's the one I've seen the most as well. Yeah. Recently, probably Raiders, though. Last 10 years, I would say Raiders has kind of taken, you know, taken, taken the lead in terms of my favorite Indiana Jones movie. But when I was a kid, this, this was, was my it. favorite. Yeah. I, you know what? Fuck it. This is still my favorite right yeah, now. It's Raiders is a better movie. Like, film, filmmaking-wise, like, that's the film film. Yeah. But this... That's a fun film film. <laughs> that's right. It's a fun film film. But this, this has got, like... I think this is the first time Indiana Jones has a character arc. He actually changes in the course of this movie. No and he's way. not just Indiana Jones. He actually learns something. He goes on his own adventure. He does. I mean, I think he's got a character arc in Raiders, but it's not as strong as this. This is the strongest character arc. It's definitely not a classical character arc in Raiders, if there is one. <laughs> this one's definitely more in your face. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's nice to have like uh, you know Indiana oh, I, Jones is dead tagging along. Junior. Yeah, I love the whole like what he's searching for isn't really what he's searching. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. He's just trying to get some love from his dad. The Holy Grail <laughs> isn't really the Holy Grail. It's really getting that relationship with his dad. Yeah. His dad that was too busy for him forever. His dad that didn't even his notice that a whole dad. posse of motherfuckers rolled up <laughs> in his house. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to pick that one up. Like, a whole posse of people roll up in his house and, like, attack his son, basically. And he's in the back, like, fucking drawing. He's like, look, all right, I got to finish this picture of the stained glass, okay? Yeah. <laughs> one day, this book will be important. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's another plot, plot point with that diary uh, later on where it's like uh, they have a map in there. And it's like a crudely, like... It was a map my five-year-old kid could draw. And it's just like, you know, we need this map. It's well, the why map. Why don't they take out and... their iPhone and take a picture of it, right? Well, no, it's just <laughs> or like... Or just like hand draw it. Guys, it's a couple of squiggly lines next to a crescent moon. And you had the marker that told you, you know, <laughs> where to go. Why do you need that fucking thing? I thought about the same thing, especially when I went back and watched the making, which I think by f- this making of was my favorite. Yeah, I can see that. Um... But they're talking about like they got the Nazi. Un- those are authentic Nazi uniforms, and that's creepy as shit. <laughs> and I'm thinking about all that, and I'm thinking back to the little drawings in the book, and I'm like, so you could get authentic Nazi uniforms, but you couldn't get somebody to draw out some real intricate looking stuff in this book. It looks like something a ten year old wrote out. <laughs> Go down to the hole in the ground, make a right. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's like a line from he goes. He's got his house drawn, and it's a line, and it goes Grail. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's just one of those things. Where it's like, why, 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 why are all these Nazis after this thing? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't it, know. It, isn't it Petra? Isn't that the place where they fi- they filmed? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You know, you yeah, just go to the Petra location in Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go to Petra, go in there. And that's where the Grail is. That's a super cool fucking location, man. It's super, super cool. Dude, I, that, I think that's my favoritely lit sequence. There's a, a bunch of beautiful close-ups between... Um, oh, I like Magic Hour? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, Harrison Ford and Sean Connery just going back and forth. Yeah. And Sean Connery's is like kind of dark. And then uh, I think Harrison Ford's got his against that really bright stone. Right. It's kind of pink. and Yeah. It's, yes! it's real pretty. It uh, is. I noticed that like uh, the, since that's an actual real location that they... Uh, Basically, just put a smoke machine just inside the doorway, and it's like not a lot. Are you, you talking know? about when it blows up when at the bl- end? Yeah, it's like it's just like this puff of smoke is coming out of there. You know, it sells it. But they were like, "Look, you can't really do too much here." You know, <laughs> if you fuck this location up, you will be smited for the rest of your life. <laughs> you were smitten, sir. Yeah, man. I thought did you you watch the making of? Didn't you? Yes. Did yes, you? I did. No. That giant prop on the boat they built in that back lot. Wait, Dude. which 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 boat? It's the scene where the boat propeller is chewing okay, up. Okay, that the... makes zero sense. Why is that boat propeller sticking up out of the water so high? Because <laughs> that's how they built it. That's on set. I know, but it just doesn't make any sense in the real world. It doesn't make any sense. They built it out of real metal. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was the point of that? Why are you going to build it and build it just dude, as dangerous as you would in the real world? Uh, dude, the scene where he's hanging off the fucking gun, sticking off the side of the tank, and he's running along the wall, and there's shit actually piling on him. I was like, damn. It looks like they, they could actually like squash him. When uh, he, he he's riding on the horse and he goes by and he sticks a rock in, in the gun on the side of the tank oh, and, it, okay. and it like uh, like opens up like a banana peel and then later on he's like fighting at the top of it and he like falls off and like grabs a hold of that and he's hanging on to it and then so the fucking colonel guys like you know whatever and he fucking like you know moves the guy and he makes him like slam him into the wall. Foolish Johns! <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I was like, man, that actually looks like you could, you know, 
get uh, hurt filming that, like get, get squashed with him hanging. Yeah, you used to get get hurt filming movies. I give a shit. You still do. Well, yeah, man. But oh man, yeah, I think that tank battle. I that, that's probably my favorite stunt sequence of any of the Jones movies as well. Really? Yeah, dude, that thing lasts fucking forever. And, you know, there's not a lot of score in it. They just let it go. Um, no, there's there's no nah, 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 nah. I can go back and watch it again. It, it, it's like selected points. But a, like a, a large portion of it, they just let it go with just the sound of, of what's happening at times. Yeah, in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like there's a long section but where they it's have just. That, yeah, there's that like whole music piece throughout the bit, and they keep switching between Indiana Jones theme and like the Nazis have a really good boom, 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 boom. Yeah. They don't use the Indiana Jones theme a lot in this movie. Like they kind of use it flavorly. You know, it's not like all over it. It's kind of nice. It's, it's very. There's moments where they just bring it out just a little bit and they take it away. I think that's what you want, though. Yeah, no, it's cool. It, it makes it where it's not so it's not cheesy. You know, it's dude. That beginning scene, Williams is teasing you with that Indiana Jones theme the entire like time. The River Phoenix is going, and he he does something that's like kind of Indiana Jones esque, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, wait, there it is, and it's like bum ba dum bum, and then. I'm going to change the chords, and then we're going to go yeah. into like the course, the yeah. cross of Coronado, or whatever the hell that artifact was. Did you theme catch, and, I know you did. Did you catch the uh, Raider score oh, yeah. throwback? When? When she's like, what is that? And he goes, that's the Ark of the Covenant. And she goes, oh, How yeah, do you, yeah, it, yeah. It plays the dun, dun, dun. Um, what did you guys think about well, that, so that opening with uh, River Phoenix? I love the shit out of that, dude. Is it? Is it not... A little too on the nose to like. We're we're, we're going to explain the hat. We're going to explain the whip. We're going to explain the cut on the chin. We're going to. We're just going to do snakes. All of it. Fear snakes. We're going to like you know set up dad. We're doing it all in ten minutes. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Give it to me, dude. I love that. That's an adventure film. It's like I remember watching it as a kid, and I I was like, wow, that's that's how all that happened. But now watching it, I was like, is that like is that just too much? Is that George? Why, Why would that be too much? I don't know. It just seems kind of quick. It, it does seem like what a lot of people are complaining about. It's it's like fan service. Solo, you know, like, oh, look, that's how Solo got his last name. Yeah. Only it's done in 10 minutes as opposed to, like, the whole movie. Here's a whole film of it. Yeah. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but um, I'd like... I mean, I'm just wondering, like, what, what you're... Uh, I, 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 I like it. It's if cool. If it feels good and it works in a scene, which this does, like, the it train, It feels genuine. Man. Yeah, the train's badass. It's Actually, rude. the only thing I don't like about that opening sequence is his hair. Like, I, don't, I just don't like his, like, long... Straight, too pretty boy hair. for you. Is that what's going I don't on there? No, man. It's just it just doesn't fit. <laughs> really? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh man. Especially when he falls down and it's like all like perfectly in his face, and he opens it up to, to see the to see the lion is there. You know, I'm just like, bro, cut your hair. <laughs> I honestly think I honestly think that that uh, that Sean Connery, uh, you know, uh, Henry Henry Jones would have been like, boy, <laughs> you're cutting that hair. No, I think that he his dad's so neglectful that he, he hasn't even got his, his kid's haircut. Dude, okay. look, his dad taught him how to be self-reliant, right. okay? That's yeah. what the man said. Yeah, that's what he taught. Did I ever tell you to brush your teeth, cut your hair? Hell no. <laughs> but you did it anyways. Oh, man. So I just want you to love me, Dad. Yeah, that is like the theme running throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Daddy, please, I'm here. It, it, it's it's that and that uh, like uh, Indiana Jones is completely blinded by pussy. Like he just can't see that this girl's a Nazi. I mean, just look at her, bro. She's Aryan as it comes. I like the femme fatale. They dress her really well. I don't like know, all they, the hats. It, I was about to say, except for that, there was one moment where when when he like grabs her by the throat and he's like, "All I gotta do is squeeze," and she's like, 
And all I've got to do is scream. That's a weird That's scene. a weird hat. That, I don't like her hat there. Eh, that's not my problem with that. I, that, that, that scene is kind of weird. She just, she lets Indiana Jones go. Like, he's coming all the way to Berlin. You know, they're having this book-burning rally, Adolf Hitler <laughs> is, who's actually present there. Yeah, he's just, like, hanging out, burning books, you know. And, uh, yeah, he, he gets the Grail back, uh, the Grail diary, and he's going to leave. And she's just like, well, okay. Well, she, I'm I, not I, I think that was showing, like, that her character was not totally bad. Yeah, she's into him, you know. She's like, you know. But she does actually kind of like him, and... She's gonna stay on her side, but and she just seems like a bitch throughout the whole movie, man. I don't she know. She fucked both the Jones boys. I know. <laughs> That's what those spies do, man. I don't know. No, she's a total bitch. Like she even kills the uh, the do- do- what's his name Donovan? Isn't that his name? The head bad guy that actually starts the whole expedition and everything. Yeah, gets the whole plot going. It turns out to be a Nazi traitor. Yeah, totally. Yeah. She kills that motherfucker. Oh, she picks the... Yeah, she she sets it up. Yeah, she picks the wrong grail on purpose. Oh, yeah, 100%. She, yeah, she even gives Indy that look like, hey, well, just shut at, your fucking mouth, well, dude. It's Don't instantly... A, a, after he dies, she goes, okay, so it wouldn't look like that. Like she's, <laughs> It like, wouldn't be made out of gold. And he's like, no shit. <laughs> You're not picking for me. Like, I'd have been walking around looking at the glowing like night dude being like, am I hot or cold? <laughs> <laughs> he's like... Warmer, <laughs> you're not fucking with me, right? <laughs> you're choosing warmer. warmer. Who remembers the? I don't remember which Wiser? fast food company. <laughs> it was one of the fast food companies. Had the when this movie came out, they had the commercial. You have chose wisely. Oh, really? Oh, I don't remember that. Don't man, remember that. That, that that's smart though. That's good marketing. Yeah, no, I, I totally see that. Which one are you going to pick, Coke or Pepsi? You chose wisely. You chose wisely. Man, yeah, I can't remember who it was. Man, yeah, you could you could do some things with that. That's a clip right there. So if Harrison Ford, if uh, if um, if Indiana Jones would have like grabbed that sword from the night, would he instantly started glowing all white and shit and be trapped there forever? What? No. Because remember, he he wanted him to take his place. He's like, I've been waiting for you. You know, somebody to come and defeat me so they can, you know, take my spot, basically. Wait, was he actually trying to defeat somebody? No, that was, that was the whole point. He was like, he's like, I'm here to defend the uh, the Grail. And then if I get defeated, uh, by, then that person's going to take over for me and they'll stay here forever. And oh, see, it. I just thought he was kind of like startled. He got so startled that somebody actually showed up in like the no, last like so 700 weak. years. He was like, oh, my God, I'm going to whoop your ass. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. Uh. Now he's so frail when he picks a sword up, it kind of pulls him backwards for the weight. And he's like, fuck, I'm, I'm all right. I'm defeated. He's like, here, bro, here's my sword. You you, you, you run this bitch now. Well, okay, now that, that's kind of weird because they don't say it's four challenges. They say three challenges. So if you put a knight, a ghost knight, at the end... He's not a ghost. He's, he, he's just been drinking the water right, the whole if time. If you put an immortal knight at the end, that's a fourth <laughs> challenge, Jared, is what I'm saying. So, like, they, I'm saying, like, the Grail Diaries is straight up full of shit. Well, the, the, there's another challenge anyways because you have to choose wisely. So that if you... Yeah, there's, there's, there's five, five challenges. There's five challenges, bro. Because the dad didn't know what he was talking about. Damn. Yeah. Man, they... That Grail Diary. Everybody was fighting all over that. It had the wrong information yeah. in it. That bridge was amazing, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, dude, uh, all I, the, I did all notice the that his feet were kind of floating a little bit on it this time. I guess the first time I've seen it in, in, in HD. And well, he's you, comped you can, in there. You can see his, 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 his slightly off, but it still looks really cool. It's, what a neat, what a neat, yeah. neat thing. And I, I, love, the, I love when they, when they change the, like, the parallax. They, they dolly, and you can see it. 
you know? And then it comes back and it disappears. That's so fucking cool. Well, yeah, they had to they had to build all that from a lockdown camera perspective, and the camera is on motion con- controlled rig. It goes out, comes back in, and you know it's just a small little model. And then they comped the comp uh, in there. Yeah, yeah. they shot uh, was it Harrison Ford on a blue screen and did a same motion control rig uh, movement. Got him in there. Yeah, it totally works, and it's it's a super, super. great moment. Dude, it's a that's a super nice like composite. Like the lines are not bad on that. And th- those are some of the some of some of the most um, memorable moments of this movie. And I was watching it today, and it, those those three rooms happen very quickly. Yeah, like they just get right through that, and it's so cool. And like that's what we're kind of waiting on. That was the that was what the cool part about the uh, last one, Temple of Doom, is the going through the traps. You know. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Uh, but this one, they just like they have them, but you just kind of get through them real quick. Well, you get the uh, the knight's burial chamber. Even that goes quick, man. That all happened way faster than I thought. He goes in there, he pretty much figures it out. He's like, okay, we got the stained glass. There's some Roman, Roman numerals. My dad had this piece of paper that had some Roman numerals in it. All right, so cool. We're looking for these. And then you know he pretty much busts it. I mean, they got a lot of story to get through. Oh man, they're they're moving. I love how Indiana Jones connects stuff that you're just like, no, wait, how did you connect that? (laughs) But while you're watching it, you never question. Oh no, you're like, he's in a room and he's like, okay, my dad wrote a book once by a guy named Clark. Okay, so we must go to the Clark Tower. (laughs) Um, When they go down into that tunnel, okay, they go down. He's like, oh shit. This is like petrol down here. He's like, I need to bring a damn pump down here and retire. Oh, okay, in the, right. the night's tomb. In, the, in yeah. the night's tomb. Then he's like, wait, I got a great idea. And he like makes a fucking torch. Yeah, I know. And then he lights that. That is one of the most dangerous shits. What? Like, And then they actually light it later. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did you see in that wide shot? There's like pieces of that torch. It's just falling. Cut. I know, right? Falling yeah. off. I'm like, you're all dead. Yeah, and dead. also, can, is if is that just is that all full of gasoline? So he's like underwater with his uh, with yeah, his eyes all open. On fire! I'm saying he's it like has to be right. He's opened his eyes and in, in, in like in like fuel. No, I think it's gasoline on top of water. Oh, so it's just floating on top. Yeah, it, so it's just bubbling up in that one spot and just kind of sitting yeah. on top. Okay. Oh, was it gasoline or was he, it just he, oil? He, he said petrol. Uh, okay, you never know. I mean, all those dead bodies down there. I mean, you know, you could have oil. You yeah. Know? Can you believe they made all those? Robotic rats. What? Oh, no, those are real rats. No, the ones that catch on fire are robotic. Oh, yes, those are. But the ones actually in the movie are, are, uh, I, are real. I love them uh, like piling into the, cof- the coffin that's floating upside down. And they're just like coming into her hair, and it's just like... Oh, that's, dude. It's so great. I love the sound effects that they make, like screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little... Whatever that... Oh, fuck. When they're in her hair? No, sir. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Get rats out of my hair. Yeah, yeah, that'd be gross. Man, that place would stink. You know, and they're they're like walking waist deep in like sewage petrol water, dude. That's the Rat, rotten bodies like floating around. Ugh. When you get like waist deep in like water, you can't see. Like, there's something that's just and you know, and she's walking around in like heels and stuff. She knows she's basically barefoot walking in that shit. Just ugh. even an actual film set, bro. Like water, I can't see the bottom of. I don't, you know, just that's not. It's not, you know, not my thing. And they especially didn't... when there's rats running around, you know <laughs> what's in the water. I don't care if they were bred for the movie. I don't fucking want them rats. <laughs> and they didn't have a rope or anything. So when they like jump down into there, like uh, I'd have been like, Indy, how are we getting out? Like, how do they get back up the chute? Brody's gonna figure it out, man. You know, they left Brody yeah. up there. Okay, 
You know, he's going to probably spend the next five hours of the movie figuring out how to get a rope. <laughs> he's like, guys, I was looking for a rope. I was looking for a rope, 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 anywhere, rope, rope. Does anyone speak English? <laughs> <laughs> or, or like uh, ancient Greek. <laughs> Dr. Jones don't think about stuff like that. No, He'll man. figure a way out. Yeah, totally. They did change the Brody character a lot. Um, from the first movie. He's yeah. way more like vapid and just kind of clueless and like stupid in this one. I kind of like that though. No, it, it, it makes him a, a it more fits of a this character. Movie. Like once you have uh, Sean Connery's character in there, you kind of need him. I don't know. Because in the, yeah, in Raiders, he's definitely playing more of like a father figure. Oh, and, I didn't think about that. And in this, Sean Connery's got to be the father figure. Oh, that's true. Oh, I bet you that's why they changed that. Okay, that makes sense. It would be my guess. Makes well, sense. I know. I loved listening to Michael Kahn and Spielberg talking about how that when they first watched the movie, they were like, "Man, there need, it needs one more action scene. Let's go film a motorcycle chase <laughs> in the back of Skywalker Ranch." Can you fucking believe that, man? Really? Yeah, that's what they did. So that's where that little like where they come out and the uh, the boats are there. Yeah. So that's all there. Yep, they that's shot cool. that entire thing there. It's all in the back of uh, Skywalker Ranch. There's some cool shots there. I mean, I, I even like where they like. There's a there's like a I think it's like a five shot or whatever, like of the guys, of uh, the bad guys on their motorcycles, and they all like pull their goggles down. Oh yeah, you know, there's like, there's like little cool moments like that uh, that are, that are, I don't know. It's just it's, it looks good. The motorcycle chase. I just Spielberg's like them looking back and forth. Yeah, it's nice. Oh yeah, I just like their little inserts looking back and forth at each other. Like oh yeah, like <laughs> dad's always so unimpressed. Like oh at I love watch. that dude. He's he's like whining. He's like you know. <laughs> And, and I like when he shoots the first three guards. He's like, what did you do? What, Junior? He's like, oh, I, look what you did. I, I can't believe you. I can't believe what you did. Like, <laughs> I love that. People are trying to kill us. <laughs> I know, Dad. This happens to me all the time. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. Their interaction is so good. That's what makes the film so fucking great. Man, yeah. Oh, he's so oh. good, man. Uh. It's so cool that you know, this all started with Spielberg making the comment that he wants to make a James Bond movie, and George Lucas going, "I've got something for you." Yeah, let's put James. Did they Bond get in it. James Bond to play Indiana Jones's dad, and he's so in a way good. he was. He really was. That yeah, that that was brilliant. I guess when I saw this, I did not see this in the theater because I was too young. Oh, you and did. I was five. Uh, I could have seen it, but I decided to go see Batman for a second time because Batman came out the same year, and uh, a lot of shit came out this year. I was a kid, and it was Batman, I saw this bro. at the drive-in. Oh, see, I did not get to see it, but you imagine, like, just the the feeling of, like, anticipation of, here's Sean Connery as Indiana Jones' dad, and then, boom, that scene happens. They get introduced, and it just seems like that would just, like, a, be a payoff moment, and it was wasted on I, young me. <laughs> I can tell that my dad really got into it. Like, I was too young to really realize that was cool. Yeah. but see, I, I didn't tell- realize that was James Bond, dude, when I was a kid. No. I didn't either. My dad kept telling me, it's James Bond. I was like, no, it's not. Dude, James no. James Bond doesn't have a beard. I know. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I was like, wait, fucking crazy. I mean, fucking facial hair. Duh. Hello. Do you see Chuck Norris shaving? Well, actually, son, he was uh, shaving in a couple of Shut up. What? That's not Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris has a beard. <laughs> Man, and the adults are so weird. Behind his beard is another fist. Yeah, don't you read the internet. <laughs> Oh, ridiculous. But yeah, uh, you actually got to see this in the theater? Drive-in. Wow. Well, theater that's drive-in. A, that's whatever. a theater. You got you to got see, see it on the, the big, big screen. screen. Yeah. My first yeah. Indiana Jones movie was the Crystal Skull one. Same. 
Yeah. Not fair, Benson. <laughs> Just quiet. <laughs> Anytime I ever bring I took, that movie up. <laughs> I took my kids to... I took my... Not my kids. I took my daughter to see Crystal Skull. But they had seen... The previous? The, you know, the trilogy. And about halfway through it, she looks up and goes, Can we go home? This is terrible. <laughs> She, that monkey scene, she just looks Damn. at you and goes, like, Dad, really? <laughs> like swinging at the tree. That kid gave up on it and was like, wow. done with this. That's before the, no, that's after the halfway point, man. Is that after the halfway point? Yeah. 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 That's about where I was like, what's happening? <laughs> she gave up at the part. Nuke the, the fridge? No, the Russians had captured him. They did the mind, the mind trick thing on him. He escapes. They pull him out with the snake, but then oh. they catch him again. And yeah. about at that time, she was like, "Let's go." I'm hoping that yeah. it's amazing. It's not. It's oh. got you know. It's got some moments in it that are better than you remembered. Okay, in the theater. Um, that's not how I felt. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because I went back and saw it in the theater, and still didn't like it. And then we watched it eh, probably about six months ago on some cable channel. You get to watch it again this week, though. <laughs> Yay! Now there are some. I mean, there are some moments where, like, you're like, okay, now that's Indiana Jones, M- motorcycle through the college. Oh yeah, that that feels like an Indiana Jones movie. The ants. Did it's in, just? Did, it's just once they get going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's when Carrie Allen starts showing up, smiling at the screen. Oh man, she's always Hi. smiling in every shot. Hi. She's like, I'm just happy to be here, y'all. <laughs> Anyways, more on that later. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mark used to call that her getting paid smile. Oh, yeah. Ooh, we got we get another paycheck, y'all. <laughs> My drug habit supported for another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me. I, I think this film uh, feels like Indiana Jones pretty much the whole time. Like, it's, it's moving right along. I love the cut at the beginning when... <laughs> It you know it shows the backstory and then it cuts to Indiana Jones on a boat Just in this storm. He's getting his <laughs> face beat in. Oh, dude, yeah. And he's like smiling. See, like that's Indiana Jones. Yeah. He's not like whipping butt. Like he's getting his face kicked in trying to get to that cross. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's working out his plan. You know, I that been that's probably like my third or fourth favorite match cut in film history, dude. Really? With the hat, yeah, with the hat. That's fucking amazing. Just the. The beat on the score, and oh, that's when you get oh, the full, like, course. Uh, it reminded full, me, like, did you see the part orchestral. where James Conn was talking about not editing with knowledge, but just editing on feel? Yeah. I thought that was a pretty cool little part. What scene are you talking about? He is, but, like... This movie? Like, oh, just the whole movie. Yeah, like, he was talking about he would show Spielberg something, and Spielberg would ask, why'd you do that? And he was like, it just feels right. And then he goes into this little thing about it's important to... When you're editing, to not just go on like knowledge and this is how you're supposed to do it, but edit on feel. That way, right. you're feeling the the story. I do feel like Michael Kahn on the behind the scenes during that interview was just trying to save his own ass for all the fucking ADR fuck ups in 1989. It's a little inexcusable. <laughs> like, I mean, dude, during that boat propeller scene, I don't think oh, that's man, his yeah. fault. <laughs> what? Like, no, he's cutting the shots together. Like, I mean. If it's not his fault, like... Well, sound department's got to do all the ADR, ADR mixers. Well, I mean, yeah, but when you're editing, you got to pull takes where the actors are saying something of, like, what you want them to say in the final product, man. I mean, you know, I mean, you can't have a shot of an actor not talking and then, like, their mouth is clearly well, obviously people didn't care. <laughs> 
I don't know. You, you can really tell now. It's just... Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's the thing I've been noticing about watching these Indiana Jones films. Like, man, fuck, bro. You guys got away with murder in the fucking 80s, man. Man, Spielberg used to do that all the time. Yeah, man. You just build the scene because uh, we need this happening here, you know. Well, well, think about it. Now we have the... They have... We don't. They have the ability to... Well, change his mouth to match. Yeah, that's true. I've done that before. On one thing. It works. It sucks. Well, I mean, I can understand it, like, when you're trying to, like... You you want to change what the person's saying, but I don't know, man. With a boat propeller, an actual propeller spinning that loudly, I don't know. It just leads me to think that they didn't record the audio very well because there was a lot of shit going on in set. Anyway, um, general nitpicking aside. I just assumed they would plan on ADR in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they did, but... Um, Sometimes it's tough. I know, I know. Um, Paramount and logo. Sometimes you have actors that just cannot get out of announcer mode. Yeah. <sighs> Paramount logo opens up all the Indiana Jones films. Does a nice dissolve every single time. Yeah, to a mountain or something. Yeah. Or a molehill. Last time it did... What, what did it do? A gong? It was a gong last time, right? Mm-hmm. There was a mountain on a gong. What did it do in Raiders? It was another mountain, it, right? It was actually yeah. the, it was mountain. the mountain. It, it, it actually looks just like the mountain. It's what? a match cut. Was it Was it a model? No. No, they found, they found a, mountain. a mountain. Oh, really? Spielberg sent him out to find a mountain that looked like the Paramount mountain. Yeah, they, they match cut it. And they do the same thing with this one, but it's like, uh, you know... The, match dissolved it. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, like, some shit in New Mexico or something looking. Yeah, it kind of looks like it, but... Yeah. yeah, not really. Crystal King, it was a molehill, wasn't it? How symbolic is that? Is Making it a mountain uh, a molehill? Is it a molehill? Please tell me. No, no. Uh, oh, uh, it's, it's that thing from like Caddyshack, that. right? And it pops up and does it does a little dance. What a hedgehog? No, yeah. it's not a hedgehog. What is that? It's a. Um, a oh, mole. what are those things called? Is it a mole? No, he's a, um, a, a, a groundhog. Groundhog. That's no, what it is, it's right? Not a groundhog. Yes, he uh, is. They had the prairie baby. dog. Maybe it's got to be one of those. In in. Uh, <laughs> it's the thing that had in that. Caddyshack. He's a groundhog. No, it's not? not the same thing as from Caddyshack. It's. <laughs> It's the same thing that had the TV show out around the same time. They had that Discovery show. It's not a meerkat. <laughs> Looking up shit we're going to talk about next week. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I did think it was cool. Um, I didn't actually know this for the Indiana Jones films before, but I knew ILM. They actually shoot on VistaVision cam- cameras for their plate shots in order to get uh, less grain. And uh, those are kind of cool cameras because they're like the early adopters for IMAX, but they actually shoot, uh, the film is loaded horizontally versus vertically. Right. So it shoots, was it left to right or right to left? I forget. I have not seen one in 12, 15 years, but, um, yeah, so you, you load it through and it just gives you a nice cleaner plate. Right. Man, dude, I think it really helps out every time they use, um, rear projection. Like it makes like the rear projection pop, but they also use like a really nice cool foreground element. Uh, I'm thinking of that tunnel sequence where the plane on fire <laughs> yeah. is going by, the yeah. Indiana Jones is in their car, and that was just rear screen projection with people pulling a, a prop, you know, plane on fire next right. to their car. And dude, with that Vista Vision, oh, fucking sells it, dude. Like the 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 grain is is oh man, just I I, I loved all the Looks effects good. shit. Yeah, I love, love all the effects shit in all these Indiana Jones movies. Uh, yeah, are we at breakpoint here, guys? I think we are. Unless Benson, where were you, where, where you looking up? He's looking up that groundhog junt. Is it a groundhog? I think it's, I think it's meerkats. Hold on, I'm looking it up. 
There's no way it's a meerkat because meerkats have the little bandit things around their eyes. Yeah, and they sing a uh, Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. You know, it means no worries. Means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. What you got over there, Benson? Looking. Hold on. I did notice uh, Harrison Ford wasn't looking quite as sexy in this one. He's starting to show his age a little bit in this one. Dude, I didn't realize how, how old he was when he, was, he made this. He was 30 when he made Star Wars, so put that in perspective. He's got to be in his 40s here. Yeah. When Raiders came out, uh, he was uh, 39. So he would have been 40, around 45. Yeah. Ish when he made this. Yeah. Every now and then he looks like he's got, you know, old man fat face. And it uh, depends on the angle. <laughs> He just didn't look as ripped. I mean, in Temple of Doom, he, was wearing, he had a shirt off a lot of the time. And he, yeah. just lo- he just looked ripped. Yeah, he did. He looked younger. I mean, there is five years difference here. So, there's, you know, it's a bigger gap. But I did notice it this time, like watching him he's, back to back. He's looking more like Jack Ryan than... Uh, <laughs> he is. He's looking more like Jack Ryan. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> you look like a pencil-pushing politician. CIA desk jockey, motherfucker. He does. He looks more like Jack Ryan than he does Indiana Jones. And only 11 years separating him and... Um, prairie Dogs. Sean Connery. What? Prairie Dogs. Oh, they were Prairie Dogs. Okay. Well, look, I'm sure we said that in one of those lists of uh, varmint that we named. <laughs> prairie Dogs. There you go. So we traded a mountain for Prairie Dog molehills. <laughs> prairie Dog molehills. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break. We're going to play the trailer for Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. We'll be back. We're about to complete a great quest. The Holy Grail, Dr. Jones. Oh, rats. This is it. Look. The shield is the second marker. We found it. Indiana Jones is on the quest of a lifetime. But for some adventures, one Jones is not enough. Dad? Junior? Don't call me that, please. Follow me! I know the way! Ah! A race across three continents. And in this sort of race, there's no silver medal for finishing second. Hang on, Dad! We're going in! Into the homeland of the enemy. Nazis. I hate these guys. Our situation has not improved. In his search for the Holy Grail. How dare you kiss me? Are you crazy? Don't go between them! Go between them! Are you crazy? Where's my father? In the belly of that steel beast. Dad! Junior! You call this archaeology? The quest for the grail is not archaeology. It's a race against evil. Germany has declared war on the Jones boys. Those people are trying to kill us. I know, Dad! It's a new experience for me happens to me all the time indiana jones and the last crusade have the adventure of your life keeping up with the joneses and we're back that was the trailer for indiana jones and the last crusade 
Yeah. Have the adventure of your life, keeping up with the Joneses. Yes. I remember when I was a kid, like, seeing him in that black tie and his leather jacket. It really pissed me off, because, like, Indiana Jones should always be in his uniform. Yeah. I like the tie. The tie was nice. It looked good, man. You're dressing up a little bit because yeah. Dad's hanging around. Yeah, you know. Well, I get it now, but as a kid. And that sexy uh, doctor, whatever her name is, Elsa. I <laughs> Elsa. <laughs> I forget what her last name is. Bonadonovich or whatever. Um, in the trailer, they use the uh, Indiana Jones font, but uh, in the movie, they don't in this one. They use the Raiders font. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool, man. They like, went back yeah, to the Raiders. I like that a lot. That was nice. Yeah. Well, you know, I like I liked a lot of the element, the callback elements to Raiders. Like he's back in the classroom. We're seeing that environment. This again. felt like a sequel to Raiders. It yeah. did. Yeah, it really did. They were like, "Hey guys, you remember all that stuff you liked? Yeah, <laughs> it's back. Baby. Look, look, we know we kind of fucked up last time. <laughs> it's been five years. We learned. No, come on, no, nah, they, they did all they did all right last time. It was fun. It was fun. Come on, <laughs> guys. I still don't understand why the fucking Nazis want the goddamn diary. Okay, in this movie, because they're gonna burn it. It's a book. It's a book. <laughs> God damn it! We gotta well, burn it. <laughs> they just, Adolf Hitler signed it, but he didn't burn it. They'll, they'll let that I love that scene. <laughs> that, that is pretty, uh, pretty yeah. funny. But uh, okay, so they have this half marker, right? There's this huge exposition scene where we get told the whole plot. We have this half marker here, right? It's a stone tablet. It has a map to the Grail, the location of the Grail. It's missing the starting city. Right, so when they find the second marker in the knight's tomb, right, they open it up and he does the rubbing and he gets the city, Alexandretta, right, and he's super excited about it. Alexandretta, of course, of course it is. <laughs> so, why do the Nazis need the fucking diary with the fucking map? They have all that information. They only need the city location. So why don't they just torture them for the the city location or get the rubbing? The rubbing would be what they actually need, right? Because they're dumb Nazis and they think all the information is in the diary. But the diary, they show you a picture. It's just some scribbles and they well, don't even have words it on it. It doesn't let you go through all of the diary. It's just one shot of a couple pages. It's a whole lifetime of, of like notes. And on top of that, Dr. Jones, Sean Connery's character didn't even know the city. I don't know. It's just, it's a little they confusing didn't know that. <laughs> when well, you start thinking about it. He, he had well, thought about that about city it. At, at some point, but, you know, he just didn't really know exactly where to start, you know. Yeah, I know. That was the whole yeah. thing. So if they just had that. What he should have done is he should have narrowed it down to his top three cities, which that probably would have jumped in there, and they just go check, you know, two years ago. <laughs> just start, Or instead just of trying to have a, the, the instead of having a start city, just name the city you're going to. Yeah. Like, having a destination is a lot better than having a starting point. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. Just things to think about. Why didn't they just use their GPS? Yeah, man. Siri, find Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah. It's McDonald's, four blocks down the road. <laughs> Siri, what? What? No. You chose poorly. You chose poorly. <laughs> oh, I do love man. the taglines for this movie. It looks like the Nazis have declared war on the Jones boys. Oh, man. Yeah, the, di- the dialogue You'll have is- the adventure of a lifetime. Keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> the dialogue is is massively improved here. Do you guys uh, g- just glance through all the damn different story ideas that they had for this movie before settling on this? No, I read a couple of them, dude. It was um, there's something about some fucking Monkey King. There's something about the Fountain of Youth. There was something about uh, Harrison Ford battle- battling a, a, a Scottish ghost. Oh wow, that would have been cool. 
just all this like really random stuff that was thrown together. And George Lucas is one that wanted to do the Holy Grail. Yeah, and a haunted house. Uh, that was yeah, that was one of the original ideas. A fuck again, haunted house. What and then the fuck? I know originally they had written a script that was started in a haunted house, but then continued into the the Grail. I think it was the opposite way around. I think it was the Grail was the first part, and the whole thing was the haunted house. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was the house, then the Grail, because Spielberg was saying he didn't want to do a haunted house because of Poltergeist, right? Yeah. So he but once that. he he saw the oh the real quest is for dad. I can't believe that Spielberg didn't want to do the Holy Grail right away. It seems like that's like the bread and butter. It seems like that's a perfect artifact for Indiana Jones to go looking for after the Ark. Yeah, you yeah. Think he's like eh, been there, done that. And I don't know why they were so hesitant about bringing the Nazis back. Oh, it's perfect. They're, it the, they're the perfect villains. It, it, it really Ask is. Call of Duty. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates Nazis. Yeah, oh, man. Especially zombie Nazis. I like how even when the when the one guy chooses poorly, you know, and he, he turns into a skeleton, you know, you, you might start feeling sympathy for him, and then they do that, like, you know, close-up of his ashes, and then they kind of blow him away, and it's like the Nazi emblem, and they're like, oh, no, he was a Nazi. Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for him. He's still a douchebag. He's dead. (laughs) He still backed the wrong horse. Yeah, they showed a shot of uh, while they were making the movie, and they had the scene where everybody was, you know, holding their arm up, hail Hitler, and Spielberg's going, all right, so everybody that's holding your arm up like this, just hold your other arm and cross your fingers behind your back. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I mean, look, you'd have to throw out some comedy, because that would be fucking creepy as shit to fucking film. You know, just like a group of people all around burning fucking books with all those swastikas like oh god dick fuck that bro evil fascism well, they show the close-up of to the, shoot <coughs> let me show the close-up of the books yeah. are there any like the notable book. titles that you noticed no there weren't i you know i didn't really notice it you know any of any of the titles you just kind of see there was there the was fire. an overhead shot where they show where you can see we can read things but None of them jumped out at me. Dude, that scene is so goddamn gorgeous. Oh, with it's the, so cool. The fucking red from all the Nazi shit. Yeah. And Man, then, how bold is it to have actual, like, he meets Adolf Hitler? He, they, they fucking Forrest Gump that shit. Yeah, like, I don't know. That's a bold choice. Well, it's kind of funny, though. I kind of oh, like... Oh, it's hilarious. Well, you think he's going to take the... He's going to take the... He, he, oh, it's tense as shit. That, that you would know... Yeah. You would think that Adolf Hitler would know who Indiana Jones is and would know about the fucking book. But he, well, he wouldn't know who Indiana Jones is. It's so low on his priority. He's got countries to run, bro. Like, people to mass murder, okay? He's got no time for one archaeologist. He's trying to get the grail, bro. He would know who Indiana Jones is. Well, he's Jones got teams is. of people out trying to get stuff. They're in charge of that stuff. He's like, okay, I know that the grail exists. Just bring it to me so I can drink it. He's like, look, man, last year we had that whole Ark of the Covenant thing. It fell through. You but know? it works. Look, it well, works historically, too, because... He really did send out people looking for all these old relics. Well, well, the thing was, uh, Hitler really needed the uh, the Grail because of his plan that he was trying to do with like Eva Gardner. Or, no, what was her name? Uh, Eva Braun, right? Yes. So, like, you know, so if if he would have gotten the fucking uh, Grail in time, then he could have like survived the poison and wouldn't have to like you know shoot himself or whatever. He was gonna like try to kill himself and like bring himself. But back. he had to go live in that cave. <laughs> <clears throat> That's the thing that sucks about. Oh, no, no, no! Being you, mean, you, you you can immortal. leave it there. So you, you 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 station guards in there, and then they're guarding it and drinking it all the time, or whatever. And then you just go back for a checkup every now and then. 
you go in and you just you get a little drink. So you can go off. Well, you and know, live a lot of life. people believe he's still alive. Well, no, but once he's probably there drinking well, the damn Grail. The way I understood it is once you pass the seal. No, no, no. Yeah, the Grail once you pass the seal, you're not. Yeah, the you're Grail not immortal. Can't pass the seal. No, the 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 people. Once you go past the seal, you're no longer immortal. No, they're saying you can't take the Grail from the place. Yes, that's right. Also, like they can't be immortal. Otherwise, Indiana Jones is immortal. Is, let's say, let's say, let's say you go out and and you, and you get cancer, and you're like fuck. So you travel back to Petra. You go into Petra. You go in there and, and you and you see you know Gunther who's sitting in there holding the, holding down the fort for you. Yeah. And you drink a little water, get rid of your cancer, <laughs> and you're like, uh, "Have a good day, Gunther. We'll see you later." And he's like, "Will I ever get a replacement?" And you're like, "Yeah, bro, sometime soon." And you go off and you do your thing until you get sick again and you come back and you know. No, 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 then you just die, you know, like you, you, you make it to like 150 and then on your way back, you're just like, oh man, this fucker is just so old. <laughs> he's just, just sick of riding he's... this camel out to fucking Petra. Like, <laughs> the how many times are we going to do bone? this? <laughs> <laughs> like, and then, and then you always bring the guy with you that you hate, you know, and you're like, yeah, man, yeah, drink from that cup right there, you know. Is this the first time the Holy Grail's ever been like given the power to make people immortal? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that the Bible, Jeremy? No. <laughs> Does it have mystical powers? And also that that basin of water that's seven hundred years old that they're all drinking out of. Like, really? Where's that water coming from? So, Bro, that's it, that's some. This is some fountain of youth shit. They kind of just kind of gave to like the grail. That, that little weird basin. It just refills, you know. But I want to see the I want to see the, the the footage of Indiana Jones uh, going back to save his father. He's holding the cup and he's got water in it, but he's jumping. He's having to spell Jehovah backwards, but in, you know what I mean? He's having to jump across. Uh, I, I meant to say, it. <laughs> it is, to keep it's the water so in hilarious it. that they chose Jehovah, because that's actually not the name. It's Yahweh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the way the Hebrews wrote down the, the name is, it's just consonants, no vowels. We didn't know the vowels. So in around 1500s, this German guy took the vowels from Adonai, which means Lord in Hebrew, and added them to the Y-H-W-H in German, which gave us Jehovah. Oh, really? Now we know that's wrong. It's Yahweh, or close to that. And that's been something that's found out since this movie? Yeah. Oh, so that's 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 not... It's not like they fucked up. It's just that's the information they had at the time. Right. Interesting. Really dates the movie. Because Jehovah starts with an I. Wow. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> you got the wrong game. You fell through the floor. Game over. I'm just saying, like, yeah, him bouncing like Mario across those like letters backwards, trying to not spill the fucking water as he's running over to you know pour peroxide on his dad's chest. Dude, all those <laughs> special effects though, it looks really cool. Looks and, great. And those fucking sequences are good. Oh like, man, he falls through the fucking floor like that one shot. I mean, even the on. set shots God. were like the floors moving. And it just looks so much. There, oh there's a there's a line at the so beginning of the of the movie where uh, Indiana Jones is talking to the guy with the red carnation on his on his jacket, and he's talking. He, he's like setting up the the oh the Brotherhood clan guy. Yeah, and he's like he's like uh, he's like uh, you know he says something about the earth falling out from underneath you. He sets up a line about that, and then later on in the movie that happens. I don't remember that. I don't know. This one feels more like a James Bond type story. See, I felt last last. That the last, last one was definitely shot more. like a James, especially the opening and all that. It feels like a James Bond movie. This one doesn't f- feel so much, but it, it, it. But I see what you're saying. It, it, it has some kind of does with that Bondy, the background, not the background, but the the flashback with young Indiana Jones. That that kind of feels like a cold open. I, I can see that, but um, <coughs> the Zeppelin thing feels very James Bond. 
and you got the espionage from the secret, you know, secret group that's, I don't know, plot-wise to me, this one feels more like it's written like a James Bond. And what's the deal with the Zeppelin? Like, the blimp. Like, what a slow-ass way to get anywhere. It was 1930-something. They didn't have real big airplanes? You, like, you, you, you couldn't go get on JetBlue. Well, wasn't that that was the it's, big ger- thing of ger- Germans though? Didn't I know, they, like, they, more, more, I guess it's like a cruise, it's like a luxury. Like you know, hey, look, it's gonna take us three days to get there, but you know, we're gonna get some. It's good faster food. than walking. It's faster than walking. We're gonna hang out. You know, we're gonna drink some beer, eat some good food, talk, read the read the newspaper upside down. Notice that uh, he's reading the newspaper upside down. It does have one of my oh, favorite. I know I did not. Yes, Sean that. Connery's reading the newspaper upside down. One of my favorite lines is in this movie. He throws that guy out the window, and he's like, "No, no ticket." ticket. Yeah. Is that a callback to the, the the first one they did that too, right? Or that, nope. is this the only one he does that in? Yeah, this is the only one with no ticket. Yeah, I swear that happens on a train in a movie. Uh, now that you're saying that, it sounds familiar. Not in the Indiana Jones series, though. Um, somebody may have copied it. Nah, there is a movie that copies it. Oh, it's Dogma. Dogma does it on a train. Oh well, geez. <laughs> I'm wow. just yeah. <laughs> Hey, fuck you, bro. <laughs> Kevin Smith there. And, uh, I and wonder what he and was That's, uh, that's one of the only phone. lines that Silent Bob gets in that movie. He throws the guy off and he turns around and he goes, no ticket. That's right. Because, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Smith, he's like, look, the only lines I'm remembering are ones that are from fucking Star Wars, Indiana Jones, or Batman. Go fuck yourself. Hey, man. He's making more money doing it than we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's yeah. what he's going to give. He's like, look, look. I know those lines. But I love that when they turn around and everybody like throws their damn, like, they're, oh my god, and they're digging around trying to find their tickets, and they're like, shit, take it. No, the reaction shots are great. What a, what a what a great moment. And we were talking uh, last week about the, uh, the effects making the movies feel more real. Yeah. Man, I, I think the choices that they made in this one, and maybe it's because of special effects, or maybe it's just how the filmmakers actually saw it, but, man, there's a lot of things in this movie that just feel... Real and I feel like if it was made today, it would just be CGI fuckfest. Like, yes, like the night at the end. Yeah, like bro, like I feel like that would have looked like something out of like Return of the King. And, and even even the the oh, subtle that would have been just it would have been lights. And... Yeah, no, it'd be all ethereal. it's way too ethereal. But even the cup yeah. itself, did you notice how the inside of it was gold and it kind of had a glow to it? No matter, I don't I don't know yeah. if they were putting a special light like just down just for that, but because it didn't feel like it was like overly lit. But there was just like this nice glow coming out of the cup at all times. It's really, it just, it's Very just pulp real, real subtle, you know, little things like that. It just really like uh, elevate it, you know, makes it look even better. You'd, nowadays, you'd have a CGI tank with a CGI Indiana Jones crawling around on it with some close ups inserts of an actor holding onto a green pole. <laughs> yeah, I just, I really felt it in the traps at the end. Like every, every time a trap happened, you know, it's like we. Oh. We'd get one shot, man. Like when Indiana Jones falls through the floor. <laughs> I love that you don't see down. Right? I love that you're low and you see up above and you're looking underneath the floor. You don't see what he could fall into. I like that. That's cool as shit. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, it's one know, shot it, and you're done. It makes it feel vast. You know, you're like, wow. That's, uh, yeah, such a great moment. I didn't realize how, like, Indiana Jones movies, the camera does live really low. Yes. We are, like, shooting up at people, like, all the time. Even when he, like, walks in to do the whip trick to get to his dad. Yeah. That is, like, done in so all like, one shot. This, this, low this, angle. this is child's play. Um, <laughs> also, the yeah. very be- in the beginning, uh, there was a lot of, like, really harsh, like, shadows and, like, double shadows going on. Is that oh, like yeah. is that like harkening to just older films? Because it's, it's like normally we try to hide that, but this one they just kind of let it go. It feels kind of like um, 
Like you're watching the original Star Trek series. No, they've they've always done that. I think that's what they did in Raiders. Like in that, uh, was it that bar was it fight? That, was it that noticeable? Like there was just like fucking like shadows galore going on. Yeah, I feel like it's more noticeable in Raiders. I feel like that one's the most stylized of right. the three that we've that we've reviewed. And maybe it's, maybe I'm just thinking of that bar sequence because I like I that do, I do I love, love the shadow prison. of him putting like standing there in his oh, hat. Oh, that's the, bar. the that's the iconic <laughs> shadow. You know him coming in. That's, that's <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. They also do a shadow thing with um, with young Indiana Jones too. They kind of play on that with him in the shadow. I think there's a moment in there, um, but he's not he's not wearing that hat. He's wearing that fucking like you know the Boy Scout the Boy Scout hat. hat. I don't like the fat kid. I think that's overplayed. Maybe that's because I'm a, I'm a large fella, but the I don't know his dumb fat friend. Yeah, I just, yeah yeah Anyways. that yeah that comedy kind of like lost yeah. its. Uh, I didn't like it. I didn't mind it when I was a kid though. No, no, no. But, but he, I mean, you, you know, I'm thinking about it. Now you're talking about it. Like when he comes in with the trumpet. Yeah. And he's just like, and he pulls it out of his mouth. And he's got to breathe in his face. <sighs> yeah. And he's just completely oblivious and dumb. You know. Not all fat people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So maybe uh, Spielberg's got some prejudice he needs to work no, out. No, it's just like, you know, there needs to be the, 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 the token fat guy friend, you know. It's it was just it's a trope. It works. How do you know that's not Saul? Sawa. Because he doesn't meet him until he goes to Cairo. And Says. they're in Utah. And also he's not uh, uh you know, he's 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 a blonde haired fat kid. He's not, you know I thought he had dark hair. Mm, he had kinda curly blonde. Mm, so it's not Sala. No. There goes that theory. Man, I don't think we've talked about the map transitions in any of these Indiana Jones films, and those are absolutely iconic to the series. I thought this one was interesting because uh, the the airplane trips, there's a lot of stops where like they've got, I guess it's because of the time we're in the 30s. You know, you have to go oh, from yeah, yeah. point to point to point to point just just to get to places. You know, I, I thought that was interesting. Um, Man, I, yeah, I love those. Oh, there's such such a great way, you know, to. to I don't remember them in Temple of Doom. Uh, they only oh, did one. At the beginning, like... Yeah, when they did the plane ride, when they get yeah. into... this, yeah. like, goodbye, Lao Che, and he closes the yeah, airplane door. Yeah, he says like, Lao Che. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you fucked up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do it then. Uh, there may be an... They do it when they're walking on the way to Delhi? Do they do another one then? I don't remember. The don't elephant track? Yeah, I can't remember. They do it. Uh, they do it at least twice in this one because two or they, three times. When they go to Berlin. They they do one uh, there as well. When he goes and rescues his dad. Yeah, and there's one where they're driving and he's kind of like make, it's making like curves. It's the first time we've seen that. It's oh not straight yeah, lines, yeah. It's curves. Yeah, it's pretty neat. The Brotherhood that uh, shows up in the movie to try to stop anybody that's looking for the Grail. Yeah, I've always thought that those guys were like. Just really they're like the friendly. Foot, they're with, the Foot Clan. Yeah, but they're really friendly with Indiana Jones. Like right after they tried to kill him, and well, then Indiana Jones like murders like that dude's entire gang. <laughs> well, like, wouldn't you be friendly with him? Like he, you just like, saw him bro. kill every one of your buddies, and Please you're the only one me. left. You're like, hey, we're on your side. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you go have fun getting your dad. Fuck you! And he was, I gave you the wrong address. He was totally helping him out too. You know, like like you know, they, they were helping Indiana out, and then like you know, dude. Totally still dies. He's like, man, come on, you're supposed to be a Christian motherfucker. How about you go up and talk to these people first? Yeah. <laughs> Before you try to set them on fire. <laughs> you bastard. I don't know. It's just it was kinda weird. I don't I don't know. I never I never really cared much for those guys. They left a bad taste in my mouth trying to kill my hero like that. 
you stupid fezzes. Yeah, I didn't like them when I was a kid. I didn't under like I didn't understand what they were supposed to be, and like this is the, they're not Nazis. Then what are they? Yeah, what's going on here? You were like bad guys. And you're then either you're bad guys up? or you're good guys. Well, they're they're gray guys. They're right in the middle. The boat chase is cool though. I like the boat chase. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about watching it, seeing her running with her high heels on. Like that would be really hard. Just like in Jurassic Park or the newest Jurassic Park movies. She's like, I can't. Bryce Dallas Howard's always running around in fucking heels. I don't yeah, know how she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to run on like wet concrete and jump onto a boat. She's in the jungle, bro. And fucking Venice in the eighties too, man. Can you, you, oh, it looks cool, man. It's it looks great, cool. but man, can you imagine the smell there? I, lo- I love I love when he's like making out with Elsa and he like leans down and he leans big comes up in the frame he's like I love Venice <laughs> and he like goes back and starts making out with her again <laughs> only as good as the next man I was the next man oh, <laughs> oh nice nice That's yeah right. apparently George didn't like that idea yeah he seemed very opposed to that in which. It was kind of blowing my mind because, uh, guys, after watching Temple of Doom, I had to watch Howard the Duck. Oh, God, did you? Dude, I sat down and watched it. Look, that man was off his rocker when he was making that movie. So I don't want to hear him say anything about anything in this film ever or questioning. I don't think Lucas has been near a rocker in a while. (laughs) Man, Howard the Duck is uh, something special. We need to talk about that one day. Are we going to watch it? No. Oh man, we should, dude. It is ill, man. You got, it's got to be seen to be believed. I'll watch it if we all watch it together. Can we commentary track that one? Oh yes, I think we should. Okay, so that that one, that one, maximum <laughs> overdrive. Uh, like, you know, we should we should watch Indiana Crystal Skull all together. Is it that bad? I don't know. I haven't. I've only seen it once in the theater when it first came out on opening day, mm-hmm. and I cried. Things to think about, gentlemen. Yeah, it, it's not that good. Jew. What's his name? Mud? Mud? Mutton Chops. I don't know what his fucking name is. His son's name. What's his name? Something Um, like that. Like Mud or or Mutt. Mutt. Something like that. Yeah. Mutt's got a daddy. Something ridiculous. (laughs) Terrible. Mutton Jones. Okay. One thing that's always... uh, One one more thing that's always kind of made me scratch my head in this movie. The scene when Brody. He meets up with Sala. Mm -hmm. They have this little chase with Nazis. It's a great scene. But it ends by him walking into a doorway that Saul is like, here, quick, hide here. And he goes in through a doorway. And then I guess some Nazi stooge or someone that works for Nazis closes the ramp. And all of a sudden it's a truck. And they drive, and off, they drive off with him. Like where they where they're just like, hey, look, man, just make a fucking shit ton of fake storefronts. Put trucks behind him. He's going to hide in one of them, guys. <laughs> like what? Like I mean, what was the plan here? Like, how did they set that up? How? Like, what? What is going on? Something tells me that was a director going. You know what would be a fun gag? It is a fun gag. Well, that that comes to the point where Saul is actually in on it. <laughs> <laughs> he's really been a Nazi. Yeah, the whole time. I mean, he, he's like he's on the payroll, and uh, that's you know that's how they found Indy when he was on the boat that yep. Sala put him on. Oh, hey, yeah, this man. makes sense. <clears throat> He's man. in the pocket. <clears throat> Fucking Indiana Jones shouldn't have fucked up his brother-in-law's car, man. What? What did the guy with the carnation tell him? He was like, "Don't trust anyone." That's a point. And then they all rode off into the sunset. They together. did in a really gorgeous shot, too. Oh, that is that is an awesome. Yeah, shot. it's kind of like they were like, "The series is over." <laughs> bum. Bum, 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 bum. They rode off into the sunset. 
Uh, it's so good. Like, it's just it's a way to close out the trilogy, right? It's just it, a good way the to end this so whole story. Good thing they didn't make a fourth one. Yeah, you know? I know, right? I mean, this yeah. is the way to end it. Feel closure, guys. Yeah. Feel totally closure. I love this movie. It's a super great movie. Oh, Tank Battle is amazing. All right, we, we have the rating. Like, every time I, I watch are. this movie, I'm like, this is what action movies should be. And you know what? I think it's my th- my favorite third installment of any trilogy or series. Over the Ninja Turtles movie? The third y- yes, one? Definitely. Go to China? Yes, definitely. Yes, Travel in time? Back in time. They create the, lo- the logo? I mean, the, the sorry, the yo-yo? Oh fuck, dude! Oh my god, you're blowing my mind. I, I need to go rewatch Ninja Turtles three. And now. at the end, at the end of Ninja Turtles three, uh, I forget which turtle creates the yo-yo. He, he he like, but it's designed for his giant fucking hands. But he gives it to this like seven year old little kid who's got tiny hands. He's like, I want you to have my yo-yo, bro. And he's like, Oh, thanks. The fuck, am I gonna play with this yo-yo? <laughs> it's like a frisbee, dude, on a string. Yeah. So because <laughs> turtles are massive. Anyways. We'll do the turtle movies one day. Hell yeah, dude! All twelve mm. of them. You don't, don't like you don't like, you don't like you don't like Ninja Turtles? No, it was a little after my time. Okay, well it was right during my time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember when they got real big. I still I still go I watch every Ninja Turtle age. movie that ever comes out, man. That, I watch that, the new ones. That Ninja Turtles uh, like Nintendo game. Or the part where you have to go in and defuse bombs underwater is one of the hardest things to ever play. Wait, you're talking about the original Nintendo game? Bro, yes. Oh, my God. The little mousers running around, always you, trying to eat yep. you. Speaking of video, did y'all ever play the Last Crusade or the Indiana Jones Nintendo game? Dude, I, I, I played Temple no, of Doom. They were game. making an Xbox or a PlayStation one that was supposed to be super badass, and I, I, I remember seeing screenshots and everything, but I don't think it ever got completed. But there was going to be a really badass Indiana Jones oh, game. Oh, did it not? Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought it came out for like a... Didn't they have one that came out on PC? I don't know. LucasArts. I think they're really dropping one. the ball I had here. one that was for just regular Nintendo. With with this, how much with how yeah. much fun like the uh, the Nathan and it Drake was series basically is basically a crappy Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you like with the, all the Tomb Raider and the fucking Uncharted games and shit. There could be a badass Indiana Jones games. I don't know why they don't do it, man. It could be super cool. That's licensing agreement. Yeah. Why why did I not make one? Let's get let's get Harrison Ford doing it before it's over. You know. I I. Remember when you were in school, you had that little packet. You could order one of the books from the packet. Like the book fair? Yeah, that thing. The Scholastic Scholastic Book book Fair? I was trying to look for the name for it. I ordered a Choose Your Own Adventure Indiana Jones book. No shit. And it was awesome. Was it badass? It was like, eat the date or don't eat the date. Yeah, see, I don't remember any actual Indiana Jones. I always remember they were really pushing the young Indiana Jones thing in the early 90s. They were pushing that hard. And it's, ah, fuck. The oh, series the, had the Boondock Saint it, guys. The, the guy it. who's not Norman Reedus. Yeah, <laughs> the non-Walking Dead. The, uh, what's his What's his name? Um, I forget what his name is. Sean the, something. The guy who didn't Sean go on to do anything. Something Flattery. Sean. Sean Flannery. Sean Flannery something. Sean Flannery Patrick or something like that. Sean Patrick Flannery. That may be right. Who knows? Did y'all ever watch any of those Irish fucker? <laughs> yeah, I actually saw a couple. Uh, a bunch of famous directors, man, worked on those, like Joe Johnson and like just some. You think River Phoenix would have done that if he hadn't died? What the TV show? Yeah, probably would have been way better. I don't think he would have done the TV show, man. Maybe you think they didn't done a movie with him? Fuck yeah, they would. That would have been dude. cool to have a young Indiana Jones. I would take in that the era over what we got, yeah. And then we could, For you know, you, then you could do some flash forward shit with with uh, Harrison. Oh my god, dude, that would be fucking fantastic! <laughs> Why did they not do that? Because uh, he died. I know he, he's real into that uh, rock and roll and and and, and drugs. 
Fucking don't do drugs, kids. Fuck, man. Died on the front steps of the Viper Room. Man, dude, he was a While Johnny Depp was dude. on stage playing. What, for real? Johnny Depp was on stage at the Viper Room playing with his band, and, and uh, dude's, like, uh, dying on the front steps. Ooh. Fucking celebrity fucking actors that think they're musicians, man. <laughs> that shit cracks me up, dude. Yes, Bruce Willis's music is as bad as you think it is. <laughs> I actually have the album. I have the record. What? Are yeah, you serious? I have, I have uh, Bruce Willis's album. I, speaking of records, I, you, I found out that Macho Man Randy Savage put out a rap Ooh, album. Yeah. Really? Yes. I did not know that. It, it is hilarious. Is it a comedy album? No, it's like he's dead serious. In retrospect. It's hilarious. Oh, baby. And literally the first song. (laughs) Literally the first song is him calling out Hulk Hogan to a real fight. Wait. Yeah, brother. That's that's what the first song's about? Yeah, I'll play it for y'all when this is over. I'll play it for you. I'm going to kick Hulk Hogan's ass. (laughs) You're you're joking, but that's kind of what it sounds like. Meet me at the playground after school, Hulk. Time. Well, you, I, man, I need to get in touch with this guy. I think I could write songs for him. <laughs> well, he's dead, but oh, um, I guess the Hulk won. I saw <laughs> the, he had an interview where he was talking all like he's he's focusing on his music career and he's got he he's serious and he's got all these other guys that are in with him and and they all know he's serious and he ain't trying to be the best rapper in the world, but he's just trying to put his heart in he's his music. To be who I am. Hey, man, you got got to be who you are, man. Yep, moral of that story, I think. Mm. Something like it. So what do you give Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade? Bro, this is a 10 for me. I love this movie. Yes, uh, yes, preach. Yeah, 10. Yeah. 10. It's, 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 this is my favorite Indiana Jones film. It's the one that's got the story, brother. It's got the it's got awesome... got the story, brother. Yeah, it's got the Spielberg shit in it, man. Yeah, man. It's still got his great shots. It's got his fucking awesome blocking. Like, he's blocking his back, like, fucking, especially yeah. after Temple of Doom, man. Like, you look at this shit. Like, his camera's on point. His actors are moving within the fucking frame. It's barely cutting, There's man. great moments. I forgot to bring it up. Like, when he goes off the cliff, and they're all like, oh, God, he's dead. And then no, fucking, he comes walking up behind He comes him. walking up. But there's this great moment with Sean Connery. He's like, man, I never, I never said anything to him, man. It would have te- taken me five minutes. Fuck, I, fu- I fucked it up. And then he like shows up and he's like looking over. And then I love how like he co- he collapses and they're all like, what the fuck are you doing? Come on, let's go. And his hat like rolls into frame. I love that. This is just great. Like you just can't get rid of that hat. Damn straight, bro. The little music. And that is straight. such a little Spielberg moment. Yeah. Oh, it totally is. And he's just like, he's, oh, man, all he's dead. He's like, oh. Like, <sighs> even when you figure out like Elsa's a fucking Nazi. You know, it's that's done two fucking shots, oh, bro. No, two I, fucking shots. I, I fucking love Sean Connery though. He's like, he's like, look, just fucking kill her. He's just fucking Nazi. What the fuck? He's like, <laughs> he's just like, what are you doing? Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's just motherfucking Spielberg's a genius. Yeah. Oh man, they play so well. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Need to see yeah. it. Need to see it. Totally. So it was ten tens all around. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm not going triple ten, baby. All right. Well then, guys, it's a triple X right there. Yep. Mm. Let's think about that. For a Crack while. a hole in the floor. <laughs> Jump on down. I knew a joke was gonna come. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. You want to get in contact with us? You can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew crew spelled C R E W E. It's right, extra e at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can rate, subscribe. And review on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> tuned in, Spotify.
Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. And guys, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Follow us there. And Benson, where can the audience follow you? Facebook and Twitter at Movie Crew Pod. That's kind of what I just said, though. I mean, like, you gotta. Yeah, that's kind of a lazy one. Go. Wow, he just said go. <laughs> well, I got to get introduced to do it. To do it. <laughs> and Jared, where can they follow you, sir? You can find me on Instagram at Check the Gate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. Oh, come on, you got some more. <laughs> if you really want to find me, you can find me. And guys, we are going to be closing out tonight with some of the amazing score from John Williams. Just play all of it. <laughs> some parts of this score kind of remind me of Back to the Future. Uh, I was going to say some of it uh, kind of remind me of uh, the Ewok uh, village too. Yeah, yeah and, I can uh, see that. Yeah, but there's like a few Jedi. little notes every now and then that, that hit some some Back to the Future stuff, which is kind of I don't know for some reason in my head. Ah, <sighs> man, uh, I don't I don't know what we're going to play from this. You got to play the end credits. Bum. All right, so um, we're, we're going to play track 13, um, end credits, Raiders March, because, you know, it highlights, I think, most of the themes Yeah, throughout the, the series. And, you know, it, it, it tells a musical story, because that's what John Williams does. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>